Yo, what is going on, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Throwdown Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Henry. This is a podcast where I keep you up to date on all the latest news and trending topics in sports, also giving my opinion on the latest news. So coming up in today's episode, we have a lot to get into. Sadly, we don't really have that much football to talk about, although we will be talking about off-season stuff, like answering some big off-season questions and some bold predictions for this offseason, but we're going to get into that a little bit later because starting us off, we're going to get into the latest news and some big headlines. So kicking us off, we're going to talk about the Los Angeles Lakers star Anthony Davis aggravated his right Achilles during last night's game, and he was held out of the second half of Sunday's 122-105 to loss at the Denver Nuggets. Davis missed two games earlier this week with the injury. The Lakers official termed it a right Achilles strain, and Davis will undergo an MRI on Monday in Minneapolis after the team's flight. Davis was listed as questionable before the game, but nevertheless started. The Lakers looking to extend their seven-game winning streak. Sadly, it did not happen. And Anthony Davis, I don't know what's going to happen with him. Those Achilles injuries can be very serious. We saw with Kevin Durant what happened there. We saw what happened with Klay Thompson. I doubt it's as bad as those guys, but we'll have to see hope hopefully Anthony Davis is going to be okay because the Lakers are definitely not the same without him as you see they did end up losing this game and it snapped their it snapped their winning streak so every Lakers fan is hoping that Anthony Davis is coming back so we'll see what happens with him and keep a close eye on him there and our other big headline for today is twin centers Marquise Pouncey and Mike Pouncey have retired from the NFL Marquise was drafted number 18th overall by the Pittsburgh Steelers in the 2010 draft while Mike Pouncey went 15th overall to the Miami Dolphins the following year. The two were instantly full-time starters. While Marquise played 11 seasons with the Steelers, Mike spent 10 seasons between the Dolphins and the Chargers after their college careers at Florida. Mike's final season ended in September when he went on injury reserve with a season-ending hip injury. A year earlier, the four-time Pro Bowler season ended early with a neck injury suffered in early October. But they both did end up retiring just a couple days ago. And they have both had amazing careers. They're both great, great offensive linemen. And yeah, that was a big, big news for the Steelers because that is their star centers. They're, they're definitely going to have to f- maybe draft somebody new to get someone on that line for next year. But moving on, we are in the NFL offseason. And so <laughs> there's a lot of things that come. There's questions that come with the NFL offseason. There's predictions, what's going to happen, what trades are going to go down. So I'm going to get us started with some bold predictions for this offseason. After that, we're going to get into some questions about the offseason. But kicking us off, our first bold prediction, Dak Prescott will not sign a contract extension. And despite both sides saying that they want, I mean, Dak Prescott saying that he wants to stay there, and so do the Cowboys. They, they want him, but the reason I'm saying this is it's all about the salary cap. How can they break the roadblock that has been there for the past two offseasons without a long-term deal? Dak Prescott will play in the 2021 season, but again, it's going to be on the same franchise tag for the second straight year, which he also did last year. And while he's still going to be earning a lot of money, he's still going to be getting almost $40,000. He's going to be getting $37.7 million. I said thousand million million dollars. Uh, so while that's that's fine, he's gonna get paid. You, the player never likes signing the franchise tag, although that's gonna happen though. With the franchise tag rag, rag, uh, rising to more than fifty-two million dollars, he's just he's not gonna sign the long-term extension, and the, he's just not gonna be around in in Dallas. And I don't I don't know where he's gonna go, but I I don't think he's gonna sign this contract extension because this salary cap 
it's just it's not going good for the Cowboys right now. But moving on to our next bold prediction, and that is going to be the Philadelphia Eagles will draft a quarterback in the first round to compete with Jalen Hurts. So we all know that they're most likely going to be getting rid of Carson Wentz. Not 100% sure, but we know that they're not probably not going to be holding on to Carson Wentz. Jalen Hurts is good. Do not get me wrong. I like Jalen Hurts. He's a great player. But I do think that they're going to... And you might be thinking, why would they draft another quarterback? They just drafted one last year. <laughs> I, this, is, this is bold. I get it. But that would be what is going to happen in the draft. The opportunity could be too good to pass up. Eagles hold the number six draft. That's what I mean by this. The opportunity... They're not going to pass up an opportunity to get one of the best quarterbacks in the draft with the number six pick. And they obviously hope that they're not going to, to select high again anytime soon. And if they do not identify a franchise quarterback, they they got it like they have to. Like if they don't, then they're not looking. You want to have your franchise quarterback, and you want to have it set. So while Jalen Hurts is good, and while Jalen Hurts might be the franchise quarterback, as of right now, they're gonna try to get somebody to compete with him in the draft because they don't know if they're gonna have a like an opportunity to get such a high pick again. They have the number six pick in the draft. That is extremely high, and they could get a really good quarterback. Like, they could even, if Justin Fields drops back a couple spots, probably won't. But if he does, they could get a Justin Fields to compete with Jalen Hurts. Then they'd have two young quarterbacks. Then they'd pick their franchise quarterback. And then they could just get some trade value for the other one. Get some cash. You know, it, it would it will work out for the Eagles. It, I, again, I really think Jalen Hurts could be the franchise quarterback. And I really like him a lot. And he definitely 100% could stick with them for a long time and sign a long-term deal. 100%. But moving on to our next bold prediction. And this one, this one's pretty bold, but I, I'm feeling good about it. The Carolina Panthers will find a way to trade for the Texans quarterback, Deshaun Watson. And why I feel so good about this one is I'm a Carolina Panthers fan. And if we got Deshaun Watson in there, oh my gosh, with the receiver core that the Panthers have with Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, and all those other receivers. And then, of course, you have Christian McCaffrey at, at running back. Their offense is going to be unstoppable. But let me let me tell you why the Panthers will find a way to trade for, for Deshaun Watson. He wants out of Houston. We all know that. And the organization absolutely does not want him out of Houston. And they insist that he won't be traded. Which, I mean, is understandable. That Like, they like Deshaun Watson. They want to hold on to him. But you can't deny what the player is saying. When the player says that they want out of Houston, like, it's like he could even sit out next year if you really insist on, like, keeping him. He might, he doesn't want to play for the Texans. So why would, if you keep him, why, like, what motivation does he have to play? He wants out of there. Even though the organization doesn't, he does. That's what's important. The Panthers are going to do whatever it takes, even if it means offering their three first-round picks. And possibly, I hate to say this, but Christian McCaffrey, <laughs> it seems unlikely, but the, the Texans wouldn't, trade that, wouldn't turn that down. We know who's going to turn that down. A couple first-round picks and Christian McCaffrey, I can, <laughs> no one's turning that down. But, again, they're going to do whatever it takes, even if that means trading Christian McCaffrey, which I hate because Christian McCaffrey is my favorite player, and <laughs> he's so good with the Panthers. It's very, very unlikely also because Christian McCaffrey just signed a big deal. So, definitely, or like, very small percent chance that they would be willing to trade Christian McCaffrey. But they do have those three first-round picks and another start. I mean, they have a couple of other 
decent wide receivers like Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel. Maybe they could throw one of them in. And yeah, but again, they're going to go do whatever it takes. Again, I I feel like I'm just repeating myself, but I they possibly would throw in Christian McCaffrey to get a franchise quarterback. This is a franchise quarterback we're talking about here. While Christian McCaffrey is an insane running back and a great player to have, it's an overall insane player. They need a franchise quarterback more than they need a star running back. That is why they would trade Christian McCaffrey away. But we'll see what happens again highly unlikely considering Christian McCaffrey just signed a big deal with them but we will see what happens there and that is going to do it for our bold predictions for the offseason and we're now going to get into our questions but before we do that we have a sponsor for today's episode today's episode is sponsored by Kind Bar Kind is deeply committed to crafting food with real recognizable ingredients a disruptive nation that sparked the creation of new healthy snacking categories Kind is unapologetic in their efforts to challenge their status quo and shift the food industry and empower their community and our listeners to make better informed choices about health. Kindness can be a transformative force for good and that is why we are teaming up Kind and Podgo to bring our listeners 10 or 15% off for military, teachers, students, first responders, doctors, and nurses. Go to podgo.co slash kind. That's podgo.co slash kind. Kind Bar is creating a kinder and healthier world. One act, one snack at a time. So big thanks to Kind Bar for sponsoring today's episode. And there's going to be a link to that down in the description. But anyway, moving on to today's podcast. So we're going to get into answering some of the 2021 offseason questions. And then we're going to get into an NBA injury report because there's a lot of big names that have been struggling with injuries. But yeah, we're going to get started. A big offseason question for this year is going to be which team that didn't make the playoffs last year in 2020 will make the playoffs next football season in 2021. This one I think is pretty obvious and that is going to be the Patriots. <laughs> we still we still need to see what's going on with their quarterback. Like I don't even know really what's going on with their quarterback position. Cam Newton did not have a great year last year. But but yeah, I think they're going to try to go for a quarterback in the draft or they get, if they can figure out something at quarterback position. They can definitely get it done. With amplified cap space and the best coaching staff in the league under Bill Belichick, the Patriots can easily make a move into the playoffs with as long as they have the quarterback. That's the only thing holding them back, though. New England will definitely need to be aggressive in finding an upgrade at quarterback this offseason. Like they're going to need to maybe make a trade, get a trade up for a draft pick, do something. But Belichick's team missing the playoffs in back-to-back seasons it's just not like the Patriots. It's weird not ha- not having them be good without Tom Brady. Remember, the Patriots will get back a ton of talent from the opt-out list and should still have one of the league's top defenses. That is where they're going to be strong this upcoming season. Definitely expect the Patriots to leap right back into somewhere around the wild card, I would, I would guess. But yeah, that is going to be the big offseason question and moving on to our next question, which is going to be, should the Bills sign Josh Allen to a contract extension? This is a good one. With Josh Allen having a great season last year, and what is so crazy is that was only his third season of his NFL career. That is insane. He is still on this rookie contract, but the Bills are now allowed to pursue a contract extension with their young franchise quarterback if they choose to do so. In other, The other choice is to delay a long-term extension and to just put like the fifth-year option into 
into action, I guess you could say, which would extend his rookie contract that will run through 2021 with an additional year. That is kind of the easy route to go because the harder route is going to be to figure out this long-term extension. With the 2021 salary cap expected to be far below the projected figures due to a league revenue shortfall, it leaves the Bills in a position that they, like, I mean, they could really, they have a couple options. The Bills have a far less cap room for 2021 than, than projected, as the case for every other club in the NFL right now. So, if I were them, what I would do right now is probably just go ahead and put the fifth year option and just extend the rookie contract and then come back in 2021 sign into a long-term quarterback or if you're absolutely 110 percent positive that you want josh allen to be your franchise quarterback which i think they do then you might as well just go ahead and get the the long-term contract out of the way because they obviously really like josh allen and he i mean he led them really far this year and they had a great season and I think if they really feel good about him, they just go ahead and sign him to a big, like a maybe even a max deal. If they have the cash for it, they're just signing him to a max deal, and he will be there for a while. Because I think they really do want him to be their franchise quarterback, which, <laughs> I mean, he's looking really good this year. But anyway, that is going to be that question, and we're moving on to our last question for the 2021 offseason. And that is going to be, what do the Titans do with their biggest free agents? So if you didn't know, the Titans have a grand total of 27 free agents that they have to make a decision on. But some of these are like good players and big names that they are going to want to keep around. Like wide receiver Corey Davis, tight end Juwan Smith, inside linebacker Jalen Brown, defensive lineman Dequan Jones, defensive back Desmond King, kicker Stephen Gonkowski, and outside linebacker Javion Clowney. Those are some big names. I mean, <laughs> like they're kind of going to need to make a decision who they, who they need to stick around, who they have the money to stick around, and who they're going to need to let go. To make matters worse, the Titans have just a shade over $6 million to work with, which should the, which should make the calorie cap go down to $176 million. Of course, that's before any cuts or like any big moves like that. And it is possible that the salary cap could be as high as $198.2 million. It was in 2020 to give more just like wiggling room for them. But the bottom line is that they definitely are going to want to keep Corey Davis around. If they do end up having to trade Corey Davis, they could definitely get some good trade value for him. He he had a career season putting up career numbers and receiving yards and touchdowns, and he is on a roll. Although he's on a roll in, in Tennessee. If he go, would go somewhere else, I don't know where that would be. Maybe it would be like a downhill to his career. Other players that they definitely need to sign, they're definitely going to want to keep around Javion Clowney. They just signed him last year, and I definitely think that they'll keep him around. But the question, what do the Titans do with the biggest free agents? The big names, they're, they're going to have to resign. I don't know how they're going to do it with the little amount of cash they have, but they're going to have to figure something out and fast. But anyway, that's going to do it for our 2021 offseason questions, and we're moving on to our NBA injury report. So getting straight into the report, starting with Kawhi Leonard. A few hours before the game against the Cleveland Cavaliers on Sunday night, the Los Angeles Clippers announced that Kawhi Leonard would not be in the lineup because of a leg contusion. It is not clear when he will be back in the lineup. Reporters asked Clippers coach Ty Lue, and he said, quote unquote, I am not quite sure when it happened or when he will be getting back. 
So we we just don't know when he's getting back, and we don't really know the series of this injury. Hopefully it's not too bad because the Clippers have been doing good with Kawhi Leonard, but moving on to our next report. That's going to be on Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant made his long-awaited return to the arena on Sunday night and put up 20 points, 5 rebounds, and 6 assists to lead the Brooklyn Nets to an easy win over the Golden State Warriors. It turns out that it was the last time we'll see him for a while. The Nets announced on Sunday that Durant has been diagnosed with a mild hamstring strain and a at a minimum, he won't play the next two games. That is the least, and if I had to guess, I would say he would be out for close to five to eight games per se. But moving on to our next report, and that is going to be on Marcus Smart. Two weeks after suffering what had looked like a serious calf injury versus the Los Angeles Lakers, Marcus Smart is feeling thankful. The Boston Celtics guard ended up with a left calf tail that could have been a lot worse. While Smart has been forced to miss a good period of time, he is looking at the bright side. There is still no timetable for Smart's return to the court, but he is progressing in recovery and the 26-year-old is opening up about the injury and where he stands in rehab. Although, again, it is unclear whether he will return soon or not. But anyway, that's going to do it for our injury report, and that's going to do it for today's podcast episode. Really hope you guys enjoyed it and were kept up to date. I'm Henry. I'll catch you next one. Peace.